welcome back to week 12, I think. Week 13. Week 13. Last week was week 12, and I messed it up. I said week 11 at the beginning because I'm a big chungus. But welcome back. (laughs) So we're here in week 13 of Wasted Local Fantasy Football. Daniel is still feeling very ill uh, with COVID. So I'm here once again to fill in for him, hopefully for the last time, uh, because this is stressful. Because I have a lot going on. So, uh, anyway, that's not going to stop me from hopefully delivering a good episode. I am here once again with Nathan, as you can hear. How you doing, Nathan? Oh, not too bad. Better than Daniel. Well, I mean, I think just about everyone in the world's better doing better than Daniel is. Uh, well, and fantasy too. So, <laughs> get Rex scrub. <laughs> So, uh, no need to delay the inevitable. Let's jump into this past week's matchups. The reasons you are all, the reason you are all here today to hear who's coming out on top. So, we have a bunch of games this week that ended up kind of separating how things were going, but not really. It's been kind of not really. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's weird because every week we've we've talked about this. It's always been like this week's going to determine who's who's in the lead and who isn't. There's been some stuff that's made it more interesting or more people in <laughs> in the running than there were before. It's just kind of it's kind of crazy. So uh, we'll start with I guess like the most uninteresting uh, of the games <laughs> this week, and that was uh, we'll just start with my game. Um, be yours and mine. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll go to mine, then we'll go to yours, then we'll go to everyone else's. Uh, so we'll start with my game, the chosen one, Michael versus I'm a librarian, Bonner, Brittany, my wife. Um, everyone came into this game. I mean, the predictions were, you know, you and Daniel had both taken myself to win on this one. Lo and behold... Brittany came out of nowhere and still lost. Didn't mean to build that up for you. She, she didn't win. Wasn't even close. Um, Josh Allen put up some pretty good points for DeAndre Swift and Mike Davis. Shocker. Got her absolutely nothing. She had, Well, Swift got, Swift got hurt, though, too. So, Well, regardless, he didn't get anything. It wouldn't have mattered. So. Got, her, got her two points. Mike Davis got five. She didn't start anyone in her wide receiver spot. Because uh, CD Lamb was out, so CD Lamb ended up getting her no points. And then, I mean, some modest showing by T.Y. Hilton with ten. Tyler Conklin got two passes for three and a half yards. DJ Moore with twelve. Brown's defense got eleven, and Graham Gano got six for a total outing of seventy-eight point three, with some points on her bench, but not a lot. Um, even if you add You're... all her bench points, she still wouldn't have won this game your bench points would have beat her starters Only <laughs> <laughs> thing i have to say to that is, Oof. and it's sad because on my bench i had three people get zeros <laughs> yep <laughs> Still would have beat her starters. <laughs> honestly my bench actually outscored a lot of my starters though so uh, i ended up coming in with 127 points flat uh Dak prescott had a good game against the raiders even though they lost it got me 25 points nick chubb I mean, they didn't really utilize him. They he ran. I think they said he had like less than ten touches that game or something like that. And he yeah, only, it was pretty evenly split between him and Hunt and it, oh, there, there, dude. It was crap. He got me five points. Jonathan Taylor had no points that entire game until the last quarter and ended up getting seventeen. 
Uh, Cooper Cup, pretty much the same thing, but ended the game with 15. Debo Samuel had one reception for 12 yards and got 20 <laughs> points. He That's ridiculous. One, one reception for 12 yards and ended with 20 points because he had two rushing touchdowns with like 72 <laughs> yards rushing. Crazy. Uh, George Kittle had one point. Stephon Diggs had a great showing with 17. Patriots defense. I actually meant to switch them out, but I'm glad that I didn't because they are just <laughs> they're killing it, man. 12 points. Uh, and then Justin Tucker got 13. So, I mean, Brittany didn't really stand a chance here. She needed everyone to come out and play super well, but she just doesn't have it. She didn't have the point scores on her team anymore. So, yep. But it is what it is. So that puts me up to 10 and 2. Locking in, officially locking in the top spot in the playoffs. So, woo! Get wrecked, (laughs) Anyway, that's been a lock for a few weeks now, uh, just with the way my points have been. So we'll jump into your game, Nathan, since it also was not really a a big surprise to anyone. Do you want to take this one? Yeah. Uh, I... Played Linden, so as you would expect, I won 102 to 60. <laughs> Poor Linden. McCaffrey goes out with an injury. Another player that's done worth for him for the season. Um, Tua got him 13. McCaffrey got him three. Antonio Gibson had a good game for him, getting him 20 points. Marvin Jones with six. Boyd with two. Hawkinson with 11. Then. Between Alex Collins got get him one point, Titans defense got him negative two, and Boswell got him five, putting up fifty. Even if he would have changed some people on his bench, he still would have lost. So Wilson getting a twenty points on the bench, and Broncos D getting a fifteen. But it's Mahad Stafford on my team getting twenty one, Eckler getting eighteen. Much like you with uh, Chubb, Hunt only got me two points too. So as their running backs for Cleveland just had a crap game against baltimore which is crazy evans that yeah like they normally get like 30 points combined between the two of them but they just didn't show up this week yeah then i had mike evans having his uh typical every other game a stinker with three points um Thielen getting 20 waller getting hurt and getting four points gallup stepping up with 13 buffalo's defense getting 11 and tyler bass getting seven points so mm. And much like you, my bench could have beat Linden as well. So <laughs> <laughs> it's close. It's a lot closer. It's 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 closer, but it's still but it is, still happened. Yeah, uh, man. I mean, Linden could have done a lot better. I mean, because like his defense went negative. So if you added his defense's points in, that would have put him up to seventy-seven. If you swapped mm-hmm. out Tua for Russell Wilson, that would have been another six, or. Yeah, six points, so that would have been... Have been 85. Yeah, and then if you put in... Let's see. Yeah, I mean, that's about it, actually. No one, so. yeah. <laughs> I still... 85 to 102 is a lot more... Uh, <laughs> Respectable. Yeah, than a 42-point a loss. So, But, again, this was another one that no one really was surprised by. Yeah. Not, no offense to Lyndon. I mean, he's a, a... Christian McCaffrey is out again. And now it's this time for this, this time for this season. Yeah. AJ Brown is still on IR. Like Antonio Brown can't stay healthy. Like it's just, I have never, ever been all the time. I've ever been playing fantasy, seen somebody hit this hard on their team by injuries. 
like ever. It has to be the worst luck I've ever seen. I, and I just feel bad for him because the whole football season just like, yeah. especially when the Steelers suck balls too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, I, being a Steelers fan and having this, like, I, I do, I feel sorry for the guy. He actually messaged me just a little bit ago on Discord and it was like, "Hey, is there anyone that you know you want off my team?" He goes, "Since the trade deadline's tomorrow," I was like. I was like, nope, I'm good, man. And he's Listen here, that motherfucker. I texted him. He didn't say anything back. That little dickhead. Oh, you know why? You're... He said every time he trades with you, something bad happens. He ain't going to do it again. You know why? Because it could always be worse. He might lost a fantasy. Next time he trades with you, he's going to wreck his car. Like, just, just don't talk to Lennon anymore, Nathan. We, we, you know, we're, we're happy that he's losing because that's more of a chance that we win. But we want him alive, so leave him alone. Uh, what a turd. What a turd. Yeah, so uh, let's jump into one of the other more interesting games uh, that had less of, a, less of an impact here. So I guess we'll go into Josh. Versus Bruce Julepa Batman versus Ween Touch. This was an interesting game. This one came yeah. down to the wire. It was the closest game of the week, um, and it was neck and neck. And we went into, I think it was the Monday night game. Uh, yeah, Monday night yep. game. Seattle versus Washington. Bruce had Terry McLaurin. Josh had DK Metcalf, and they were within, I think, like five points of each other, if that. And it was just battle of the wide receivers. And if you put them up yeah. stat-wise, you're like, oh, dude, Josh can totally clutch this. Because if Bruce had lost this game, if Bruce loses, that keeps him at 9-4. and four, Or, I'm sorry, 8-4. and four, And some of those other teams had the ability, to, if they had won out, to actually match that record. So everyone is rooting for Josh here. I was hoping... But then you got Metcalf coming out and putting up a stinker with one point, and the Seahawks is sucking balls. So, yeah, and I, I mean, McLaurin didn't do much better. He got a but seven, but still, that's all that needed because Bruce literally won this game by seven points. Yeah, won this game by seven points. So with Bruce coming out eighty-one point six to Josh's seventy-four point eight two, just a stinker of a week from both of them. But there's just like a, a really bad point spread. Lamar Jackson had. Four interceptions. Four interceptions. And he ended up with nine points, which for throwing four interceptions and you still get nine points, kudos to you because that game was hot trash. I don't know if anyone else watched it. So, yeah, it was um, bad. Elliott got him 14 points. Robinson, 11. McLaurin, 7. Brandon Cooks, 12. Mike Gusecki got three. Brandon Ayuk got a modest 11 points. I'm actually happy to see him being more involved. Um, Bears with six points, Matt Gay with eight points. So that, like I said, for 81. And then Josh's team just running down the roster. He started Roethlisberger with getting him eight and a half. Dalvin Cook got 11, but then he got hurt. So with a shoulder injury, uh, Melvin Gordon, nine. Metcalf, 1.8. Keenan Allen, 12. Rob Gronkowski was 16. And the rest of his bench totaling 22 points. So just not, not well, a great showing for his team. And another game where his start his bench would have outscored the starters look at his bench for bruce how many points they got absolutely ridiculous ah uh, yeah for net with one points oh my god and then elijah mitchell with 25 his oh, bench got 101 points listen i'm a i'm a 49ers fan i watched that game with minnesota one awesome like minnesota is not their middle of the pack team but if you watch them play 
they're ferocious, and every team like does cl- is close with Minnesota when they play. I was thrilled yeah. to see San Francisco. Minnesota plays everybody man. hard. It it was great. Elijah Mitchell is a beast, man. He's like he's out there with. He's nasty. So, uh, but man, if you look at the look at the total with Bruce's starters, if Josh had just started Josh Jacobs, he would have won this game over Melvin Gordon. I, that would have been eight and a half points. I was texting, I was texting him earlier, and yeah, he's like, "Of course, <laughs> Josh Jacobs finally freaking does something on my bench." Yep, that's how it goes. Everyone wanted that to happen too because the more I had kind of slipped away to that, and that like I was saying a little bit ago, slipped away to the top spot. But there was still that chance that if Bruce had lost, all those other people could jump in there. Because whenever everyone's making the playoffs, everyone wants to get into spot two or three because no one wants to play me the first week. <laughs> I do. So, hey, I, that's fun. That's fun. <laughs> but uh, so that was that was Bruce taking the victory there, uh, eking it in. Now how he's nine and three and uh, Josh is three and nine. Um, so next we'll touch on, um, let's touch on Josiah's game. This game was interesting to me because this was two teams that were neck and neck with the same score, uh, our same record. So they were both six and five. So someone was going to seven and five and someone drops the six and six. And this was hover around yeah. genocide, Daniel versus Bishop Sycamore, Josiah. Do you want to run run down this one? Yeah. So, Josiah had a strong uh, uh, game from Aaron Rodgers coming out against the Rams. I didn't think he was going to do that well. He got 26 points. I thought he had a decent game, but not that many. But David Montgomery gets him nine. Daryl Henderson, who I think clutched it for him on the on that during that game, getting him 15 points. Devontae Adams getting him 14. Deontay Johnson getting a 14, Pat Firemuth getting a 12, Devonta Smith getting a three, Panthers D and Joey Sly both getting three as well. What killed Daniel, he can't get it right, I promise you, man. Either Jalen Hurts or Justin Herbert. He switches them every week, and it's always the opposite person. Like His it's luck bad. with them is absolutely horrible. I feel so bad for him on that. That, that sucks because I've been there, man. I have been in that exact same situation. Yeah, so he had... So Jalen Hurts and getting him six points while Herbert's on his bench getting him 19. That's the game right there. That changes. Dana wins. And that's it. Or even with Aaron, he starts Aaron Jones over at A.J. Dillon. And Aaron Jones gets two points. A.J. Dillon got 17 on his bench. So then Miles Gaskin got him good points at 18. T. Higgins had a good game at 20. Mike Williams has another meh game with five. Kyle Pitts, meh, with three. Then he had Cedric Wilson with a good call at three. Dallas's defense giving up 36 points to the Raiders and getting zero points total killed him. And his kicker, Nick Folk, getting 20 points. That's insane. 20 points. I think the only one we've seen bef- over that was Graham Gano this year when he got like 23 or 22 or something. Yep. Nuts. So, man, he, just- he makes a change at quarterback or even... <laughs> putting in a Dolphins defense with 25 or even Dawson Knox instead of Kyle Pitts. Like the defense was the play there. I mean, honestly, I, I would have started the, the Dolphins defense because they have those safeties. And I mean, I, what, what was the play with Dallas? I think Daniel had actually said he meant to switch them. Uh, yeah, I think so. But he was too sick to even look at his phone. Like he's not, he's not doing great. So, uh, 
Yeah, Daniel Daniel claims that COVID was the reason he lost this week, but given his and Daniel's propensity, or Josiah and Daniel's propensity for fighting and arguing, Daniel will never secede to a natural loss to Josiah, so he's always going to blame someone else. <laughs> so, so that puts... Yeah, so that... Go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. You right, got that, it. That puts uh, <laughs> Josiah up to 7-5, and five, moving him officially up into that fourth-place spot. Oh, I should say, leaving him in the fourth-place spot. Daniel's loss pushed him down to seventh place. That's a, but not out of it, though. But no, we'll get to definitely that not. Uh, so on to the last game. And I saved this one for last because this is by far the most exciting. Because <laughs> a few weeks ago, we have myself and Bruce and Ryan just, like, dominating the league. Like, we're just killing it all up in the ranks. It was a, almost, I think, it was, I honestly like a 95% thought, chance. Yeah, I thought that it was going to be – this. I thought it was going to be you, Bruce, Ryan, and I thought Josiah at the time. That was gonna be the top four that made the play. That's what about three. You asked me three weeks ago. I'd be like, "Oh, you guys got it." Like, and uh, no, <laughs> it's not that way anymore. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, so uh, when it came down the stretch, I mean, Ryan won the week after he lost Derrick Henry, but then the rest of his team is just falling apart. Tom Brady has not been uh, throwing the ball a lot. I mean, we you heard this in the last game. Leonard Fournette gets forty points, or sorry, Bruce's game. Leonard Fournette gets forty points. Naturally, that means Tom Brady doesn't do great. So Tom Brady putting up a stinker with 11 points. Tony Pollard was a clutch play because, you know, Ryan's been having running back woes since Derrick Henry went out. Clyde Erds, uh, CEH, was on a bye. uh, So he had to find something to do. He put in Tony Pollard, who still gets him 15 points because of Zeke's ailments right now. Um, Ty Johnson gets him four points because Tom Brady does poorly. Uh, Chris Godwin does poorly at two somehow Cincinnati gets 40 points up on the Steelers and Jamar <laughs> Chase only gets five. Like, big oof. Well, that's because if you look over at Rogers' bench, he's got Joe Mixon over there getting him 30. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, you're not wrong. Uh, yeah, I mean, a good showing for the rest of the team, though. The defense gets him 12. Mark Andrews gets him 15. Pittman, modest seven. The kicker only got him two. But they played from behind a lot that that game, so the kicker wasn't going to do a lot. And they were going for two, like, a lot that I game. I saw that, yeah. So yep. uh, did you see freaking Kirk Cousins line up behind the guard instead of the center? Oh, my goodness. Poor Kirk I love Kirk Cousins, but my gosh, the stuff he does, there's no one who would make fun of him. Like, you can't help it. Like, he's good, but he just does. I'm just like... Dude, what are you the, thinking about at that point in time? Like the meme, the impractical jokers meme where that had. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Line up behind the guard instead of the center. And they showed the picture of him. And then they were all laughing. <laughs> they're all laughing. Dude, I, I was losing it over that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Roger's team, <laughs> Roger had Pat Mahomes on a bye along with Zach Ertz. So he has freaking Tyler Higby in there, get him less than a point. And he also had Tyrod Taylor in, who actually got him more. And that was what, like, clutched it for him because he started this random QB that still got him 15 points because, I mean, Najee Harris only got him five. Cole Beasley got him seven. Tyler Higby got him one point. His kicker got him four points. It was just like those that Joe Mixon, 30 points, won him this game. Like, that's – and that's fantasy football. Like, so this is – Ryan has officially been downgraded from lock in the playoffs, and he is now tied with all those top teams at seven and five, and is in and currently 
as far as the standings go, if it ended today, he wouldn't make it. He's in fifth place because of points. So that's why I saved this one for last, because uh, the tables have turned, or the turns have tabled, as some people like to say. Um, So that puts Roger up at 7-5, and and Mayor of TD City, Ryan, at 7-5 and as well. So, yeah, that's... That's uh, that's a big oof for Ryan. <laughs> so. Yeah. So he, since we did that, let me go over the standings real quick so people can get a better understanding so that where we're going at with it. Because a better understanding. Of oh, <laughs> I'll leave. <laughs> <laughs> so, rounding up the back end as usual, you guessed it, Linden at one and eleven. Oof. Nine games back, so you're saying there's uh, no chance. Okay, anyway, so. (laughs) In ninth place, you have Brittany. In eighth place, you have Josh. Josh and her are both three and nine, but Josh has a little bit more points than him. This is where things start to get interesting. Mm -hmm. Daniel is still technically in it at seventh, in seventh spot at six and six, giving him a 14% chance, so he needs a... He's going to have to win out to have a chance and have a couple people lose. So he's at, by himself at six and six. So he needs you to lose third. this week. Depending yep. on who you're playing, wink, he needs you to lose. <laughs> <laughs> so third, fourth, fifth, and sixth are all is myself, Josiah, Ryan, and Roger. Roger is on a five game win streak. He was two and five. Insane. Uh, yeah, but so, dude, I, look at this though. Have you did? Roger hasn't won well. He was like me last year. Now I get it. A win's a win. But the people who don't win well when they get in the playoffs, they lose. That's how it goes. That was me last year. I won every game, getting like 80, 90 points. I got into the playoffs and I was fucking dominated in like by like sixty <laughs> points. It wasn't even close. <laughs> so. Roger is down in sixth place with only 1,280 points. In fifth place is Ryan with 1,309. Just barely ahead of him is Josiah with 1,316. Then I'm up in third because I have 1,486. A good 170 points more than them. So I need to win just to be able to stay in this and relevant. And then, of course, you have Bruce in second by himself and you in first by yourself and with a massive point lead now, even over myself, a hundred point lead over myself. So that is the way the standings are right now. Yeah. One, one thing I'll point out and we'll get into like the next, next week's games and stuff, but like Josiah has managed to get his way up there. He has a 69% chance. Nice. Uh, 69% (laughs) chance to get in and his schedule for the remaining two weeks, Brittany and Lyndon. So, I mean, (laughs) great. everyone needs Josiah's team to just poop the bed or else he's going to make it in. So if you're listening, Lyndon and Brittany, Brittany, set your Thursday game lineups, please, God. (laughs) You live with her. Tell her. Dude, it's not my fault she works 12-hour shifts. I don't even see her most days. Like, she gets up and comes home and goes to bed. It's not like she wants to talk to me when she is here. This is more important. (laughs) Tell her to set her lineup. (laughs) <laughs> yeah I, a lot of people are like oh they're married collusion i'm like bro like you don't even understand like she, she i offered her i think i mentioned this a while back i offered her 
I ended up retracting it, but I offered her Dak Prescott and Cordero Patterson and a tight end for Josh Allen, and she declined my trade. Like <laughs> we were talking about it, she's like, "No, I'm not going to do it." So I ended up pulling it, but she should have taken it. So um, should have because she has CD Lamb. So you know. Anyway, um, yeah. So those are the those are the standings with Bruce at second and me in first. I don't know if you touched on that. But if you didn't, yep. I just wanted to rub it in your face again. Uh, yep. Get wrecked. Scrub. Yeah. Uh, I'll go over the uh, transactions now for this week. Uh, one more thing. I wanted to say that in all the years of fantasy football that I've played with Nathan, I've uh, come ahead of him every year. So get, get wrecked. <laughs> You're not wrong. But outside of, outside of Barkley – my team is usually solid, and it I is. just get dunked. I get I get dunked on. Every, I have bad luck. Same thing this year. Like I, that's one reason why I'm still in it because I had a couple of decent weeks. But earlier in the season, like I said, massive points. But everybody's like, "Oh, hey, my team's gonna play the best game this week against Nathan." <laughs> so it's like great. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I won the first the first year. I won. There was only like six people in the league, so everyone's teams were just absolutely stacked. So that wasn't a big deal. Um, the second year that I won, we had eight people and that was the year that I played Jed. And that was the year that Antonio Brown injured himself in the end zone. And I ended up beating Jed by one point and he had Antonio Brown and he was like, dude, I'm fucking done with fantasies. Like this is, (laughs) I was like, dude, I don't know what to tell you. That's how it goes. So it just goes to show that just like the most random shit happens that cause you because I could make it to the playoff game and all my teams like, oh, we all got COVID and I just lose. And that's how it goes. So, yeah, go ahead and hit the transactions. Okay, there wasn't a whole lot of anything crazy this week just because we're so deep in the season. There's not a lot of big stuff going on. We had uh, Ryan Maritidi City adding the Cardinals defense and dropping the Ravens. You had Josiah dropping Joey Sly, adding Daniel Carlson. Ryan also dropping Ramondre Stevenson and adding Devin Singletary. I picked up Jack Doyle, but I later dropped Jack Doyle for Foster Moreau. Um, uh, Josiah dropped Christian Kirk and added the Eagles, and then Bruce added the Vikings defense and dropped the Bears defense. So... Yeah, not not, not a, crazy. Not a whole lot of crazy stuff, so. All right. And there's no trades this week either, so we Yet. got we have a interesting trade spinning around. I know that uh Bruce has just advertised. Wait, what? No, oh. No, no, just today. And the reason I'm, I bring it up because today's the trade or no, two days? The trade deadlines uh. in like two days or it's it's coming up before the next podcast. The trade deadline will have passed. And Bruce posted in the Discord and it said he's willing to trade Ezekiel Elliott for a good wide receiver or a wide receiver one on a team. Um, so there's that. Now, what that means to me, think about this. That means Bruce is leaving his running back core in the hands of Leonard Fournette. I think I'm okay with it. Fournette's doing great, but I dude, any running back under Tom Brady, I don't trust it. I never have, never will. That's right. Let him trade Zeke. I am okay with it because if I make it come playoff time, let me play against him when he doesn't have Zeke. Please. I will oh, take dude, that Especially whenever all day. the Cowboys are also in their playoff run. Uh, you yep. better believe it. Yeah, I'm in, I'm in the same boat. Um, all right. Well, let's get into 
this coming week's matchups then. Uh, in okay. week 13. So, you know, start with Lyndon and Josh since it has the least amount of importance <laughs> in it. Yeah, sure. Why not? Why don't you go ahead? God, those projections are awful. Uh, well, it's because, okay. We've got Lyndon versus Josh in the powerhouse matchup of the week. Woo! Combined four wins and 20 the losses. Powerhouse matchup of the week. <laughs> Dude, you're right. Four wins between them. Oh, this hurts my soul. Oh, my gosh. So, in this grueling matchup we have, we've got Tua for Linden going up against the Giants. Gibson going up against the Raiders. Alex Collins against the Niners. Marvin Jones Jr. versus the Rams. Tyler Void versus the Chargers. Hawkinson versus Minnesota. A.B. versus Atlanta. The Browns versus Kansas City's D and then Boswell versus Baltimore. And then you look at his bench, you see everybody that's hurt on his team. So <laughs> <laughs> And Josh, on the other hand, has Ben going against Baltimore, but I have a feeling he'll be putting Kyler Murray in against Chicago. If he plays, he's um, supposed to come back. If he, yeah, if, if he plays, yeah. We got Dalvin Cook who is out. In there, so I probably put Josh Jacobs in there, which I added more points. So we'll just go ahead and do that. Got Melvin Gordon versus Kansas City, Metcalf versus San Francisco. Who knows who's going to show up or what color hair he's going to have because <laughs> he's it doesn't matter. Keenan Allen versus Cincinnati, Gronk versus Atlanta, Marquise Brown versus Pitt, the Colts versus Houston, and Zane Gonzalez versus nobody because I haven't changed his lineup yet. Thanks a lot, you dick. It makes it harder to add this stuff up. Pick well, especially because he doesn't have another kicker, so it's yeah. just gonna, I don't know, you could just assume that whoever is gonna—they're probably gonna give like a, a six to seven point projection. Which okay, yeah. So we'll, we'll do in, that. You know, we'll put him up to 80, 88, and then you take out Dalvin Cook and put in Josh Jacobs at thirteen. So he got about ninety-nine points, about a hundred points. So it's projected Josh to win about a hundred to eighty-five over Linden right now. Which, this is the game I'm watching. This is a very important game. I don't know who's going to win. It is I is so intense right now. Like, Oh, man. I, this, I'm so excited. This, it could, this could determine absolutely nothing. <laughs> You're right. I mean, if Lyndon wins, then, I mean, he finishes 2-11. and 11, And if Josh wins, he finishes 4-9. and nine. I mean, holy shit. That's amazing. Well, no, we got two weeks left. We got two weeks left. This is not the last week, so... All right, sorry. Lyndon could potentially finish three and eleven. My bad. <laughs> hey, so can Josh too. <laughs> uh, I hate this. I hate this for Dude, everyone. Dude, wouldn't that be some crap for Josh if Lyndon won the last two games and Josh lost his last two and Lyndon beat him in points and knocked Josh down in the last after everything Dude. that's happened? Oh man. <laughs> I don't think I I legitimately don't think Lyndon could beat him in points. I, I think Lyndon has not met his projections every single week. Like it, it's not great. So I, I personally, I'm taking Josh to win this. Oh, um, absolutely. Oh, this time. I, I think that Josh beats him pretty easily actually. Yeah. So especially since if it puts Murray in there, Murray is under four point. Like it's just, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yep. And then and uh, Daniel, Daniel, I think is doing. Daniel took um, Linden. Did he? Yeah. 
right? I'll actually I'll mark it in the uh, in the chat. Oh, there it is. Yep, he did take Linden. Wow. Yep. I don't get me wrong. Like I said every week, I hope it happens. I hope he does. I hope it does. I don't think it's going to though. (laughs) I mean, mostly because it doesn't change a a a gosh dang thing. Nope. Let's see. Are there any? Yeah, I mean, there's some other relatively irrelevant games here. We could jump over to Josiah and Brittany's. I mean, don't get me wrong. That's not irrelevant because if Brittany wins, that would seriously shake some things up. But yeah, I mean, we've already yeah. talked about it. So let's jump. Oh, God, those projections. It hurts. Well, she soul. doesn't have anybody set. Like, Deion, CD Lamb. Well, DeAndre Swift is going to be out. Like, DJ Moore is not playing. The Browns aren't playing. So. <laughs> Yeah, and Mike Davis's projections are pretty accurate at five points, and he never lives yeah. up to it. So now let's just—I'll try to squeeze this together. So she has sixty now. If Saquon Barkley's added in there, that's seventy-three. She starts. Uh, what's who's she starting in her flex? Probably Chase Claypool. Uh, I, I or even Jamal Williams. I would put Jamal Williams over Mike Davis at least. Good lord, like oh, yeah. I don't know she, how she still has him in there. Yeah, like, I would say both of those start, and I mean that's a five points in there now. If you add those together, that's twenty six point projections. So that's eighty six, and then you add in Chase Claypool and your flex, which is going to be ninety six, and then you add a decent defense at a six point projection. That's one hundred and two. That brings her a lot closer. Almost doubles yeah. the projection. So, yeah. Um, but she has Josh Allen and his quarterback. Hopefully, that's a game with New England. I just, I don't have a good feeling about it, man. I really don't. I'm not trying to jinx the Bills, but that scares me. I'm not me talking about it. Playing. I'm not talking about it. Uh, uh, not yet. But Josh really. Allen versus the best defense in the league currently. Um, then we just talked about the quarterback. CD Lamb is due to be back off concussion protocol. Um, and hopefully Amari, I guess Amari Cooper actually had COVID. Like I know he had COVID, but I thought he was asymptomatic, but I guess he was actually sick. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cooper is still out this week, but I know, uh, lamb is supposed to play. That's going to be a big, a big help. He might have a pretty big game. So yeah, especially against New Orleans. Yeah. So, uh, T Y Hilton's actually been doing pretty well for her. He's gotten her pretty consistent, like eight to 12 points every week. So, uh, that that uh, she needs to look at this tight end spot because Noah Fant might be the play here. Um, Possibly, yeah. Because Conklin. But has, I mean, I don't know. Conklin against Detroit, though. Who knows? Yeah, but he does not use very well. He had like one catch last week, and before that, he had zero. So, um, yeah. But I mean, her her matchups are are fine. But it's just she has a lot of players that aren't like she doesn't have any number one players. You know. Yes, she does. Okay, sorry, Josh Allen. <laughs> That's all you need. <laughs> yeah, a for you, nerd. <laughs> but then on Josh's team, he's got or Josiah. God, I yeah, whatever. I don't care. Every everyone below me in the rankings, I don't know who they are. Doesn't matter. I only <laughs> only look up. That's why I do so. Well. I'll suck it. <laughs> uh, Josiah's team with Kirk Cousins versus Detroit, David Montgomery versus Arizona, Daryl Henderson's questionable. Uh, but he's playing Jacksonville if he does play. Deontay Johnson versus Baltimore. Odo Beckham Jr. versus Jacksonville. Uh, Kelsey versus Denver. Connor versus Chicago. Eagles versus the Jets. 
and Carlson versus Washington for his kicker. I don't know. I mean, last time they played, Josiah thomped her by like 40 points. So, Yeah, I think it's going to be the same thing. Man. Tell I, her to set her lineup. I want it to be at least a close game. Like, so holy crap. I'll try to talk to her tonight. I don't know. If she, does she have any Thursday games? I don't even know. Who's the Thursday night game uh, this week? Is it Dallas? Oh. Is know. it Dallas and New Orleans? I'm not sure well, I, either. I don't know why. Honestly. For some reason, I'm thinking it's Dallas. <clears throat> for some, also, for some reason, well, it doesn't have the games on it. So, Yeah, it is. It's Dallas and Saints, yeah. Yeah, so she's got... Uh, does she... Got C.D. Lamb. Yeah, as long as he plays. He's still listed as out, though, on Wednesday. He'll, he'll play. He, he practiced full today. Okay. Yeah, so we'll so, see. I think even if she doesn't, because she does work tomorrow, tonight, she works today and tomorrow as well. So hopefully there won't be any big implications because of that. So, But yeah. regardless, myself and Daniel are both taking Josiah to win this one. I am taking Josiah as well. All Although right. I hope Brady wins, but I don't think it will. Yeah. Well, there's another good game over here with this... Uh, this uh, with close projections with full lineups already set. Actually, <laughs> what? That's not true. Just kidding. It's close, but just Roger doesn't have his kicker. So we have dinosaurs exist. Roger versus hover around genocide. Daniel, Nathan, you want to take this one? Yeah, we can go with this one. Roger gets Patrick Mahomes back this week versus Denver. He's got Najee Harris versus Baltimore. Joe Mixon versus the Chargers. Justin Jefferson in a nice matchup against Detroit. Tyler Lockett against San Francisco. Zach Ertz versus Chicago. LaVisca Chenault versus the Rams. The Bucks defense versus Atlanta and no kicker in. So he'll probably be making some type of change soon for that. Um, that puts his projection for him at 103.4. You go over to Daniel. He's got Justin Herbert versus Cincinnati. Miles Gaskin versus the Giants. Devontae Freeman against Pittsburgh. Tyree Kill versus Denver, which is good for him having Tyree Kill and him at Patrick Mahomes. Um, T. Higgins versus the Chargers. Dawson Knox versus New England. Mike Williams versus Cincinnati. The Dolphins defense versus the Giants. And Nick Folk versus Buffalo. Putting his projection at 109. So you got to add the kicker in for Roger. Probably put him projection probably about 110. Um, he's got good. Denver's had a decent defense. I think Holmes might, but he might have a decent game against Denver. But who knows? It's hard to tell Justin Herbert too. So like one week he'll be really good, next week he'll suck a giant turd. So Daniel um, has the advantage of on everything other than the running back core. Obviously, his running back yeah. core sucks. And defense, and defense, but... Uh, yeah, that's true. But, I mean, there's also, like, is if DeAndre Hopkins plays, he'll probably play him over Mike Williams because Mike Williams has really been screwing him. And it's yeah. like, I'm actually happy that Green Bay is on a bye because watching Daniel have to choose between A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones. <laughs> yeah. Hear me out, though. I actually think Daniel, I know that the Dolphins' defense has been doing great. I think that he should play Dallas's defense against New Orleans. I think Dallas is going to come out swinging. But Trevor Simeon sucks. And Well, Trevor Simeon's not playing this week. It's Taysom Hill, the running quarterback. And the Giants don't have Daniel Jones. They have their backup Mike Glennon in. Well, never mind. 
Yeah, dude, I was actually <laughs> just getting ready to say before he said that. Daniel knows football way better than I do, especially interdivisional football. So he's going to know about the Giants and Cowboys way more than I am. So uh, we'll see. I personally think that Roger is going to win this game. I'm going to take Daniel. I want Daniel to win. I want the standings because who I play this week, I want Daniel to win. I need the standings as close as possible. And I think Daniel can pull it off, and I, I'm rooting for him. <laughs> Daniel took himself, too. I just think that uh, Lyndon's running back core is so – or, God, I'm going to get all the names wrong. Rodgers. Rodgers' running back core is really strong, and I think that they could do the same thing they just did, and both of those people get 30 points again this week. And I just I don't think Daniel's going to do bad. I just think that there's going to be something that happens on Rodgers' team, whether it's Pat Mahomes putting up 40 points, or whether it's his running back core getting him a ridiculous amount of points. I just think he's going to do fine, especially with Justin Jefferson playing Detroit this week. Might not work out in Dan or uh, in Daniel's favor. It's, so <laughs> it's a good possibility, <laughs> but we'll see. Either way, it's going to be close. The projections yes, are within five points. So. We'll see. All right. We got one more game, two more games here. Three more games to cover. Go over so. to Bruce. Bruce is in. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this is Ryan's another game. really important game. I mean, if Ryan needs one win, he just needs one and then he can make yep. it. I mean, Bruce has already pretty much solidified his with that win last week. But I mean, Ryan, there's still a chance. There's still a chance. Bruce misses. There's a slight chance. It's small, though. It's real small. It is, but it's, there's a chance. Um, so, Ryan, currently the projections, I think everyone looking down through here, everyone has something set. The current projections are Ryan 105 versus Bruce at 113. Uh, Ryan has Tom Brady and his quarterback with a 20-point projection. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire against Denver. Tony Pollard uh, against New Orleans. Uh, Chris Godwin versus Atlanta, Jamar Chase versus the Chargers, Mark Andrews versus Pittsburgh, Michael Pittman versus Houston, uh, the Cardinals defense versus Chicago, and Greg Joseph versus Detroit. I think there could be a lot of points in there. But I'd, again, I mean, I I think if Tom Brady does not have a good game, just like last week, he's going to lose this one too. Because the advantage on players with their matchups all go to – Bruce outside of Jamar Chase and Mark Andrews and his defense. Because Bruce over there has Lamar Jackson at Pittsburgh, which, you know, I don't know, maybe he'll throw 19 interceptions again. Um, Ezekiel Elliott versus New Orleans. Leonard Fournette versus Atlanta. Which that'll be interesting if Zeke, he does keep Zeke because he's got Zeke and Ryan has Tony Pollard. So, <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it, the, the, these, both these teams are playing like, uh, Lamar Jackson's favorite target is Mark Andrews, who Ryan has. Tony or Tom Brady is either throwing to Ryan's wide receiver or he's handing the ball off to Bruce's running back, Leonard Fournette. I mean, there's yep. just a lot of a lot of crossovers here that depending on how they play, are going they're gonna be handing each other points. So Yep. And it could go. It it's it'll be could be a fun this there's gonna be a fun matchup. Yeah, I think I think that we're gonna <laughs> Elijah Mitchell, 
I think if I think he's finally solidifying his role as like the team's primary running back. Um, uh, and that run game, I mean, that's always been San Francisco's thing for the last three or four years. If their run game is strong, they win games. And if they're going to use him, they're going to win. So I think that we might see him start to pull out 15 to 20 points a game for the rest of the season. So that's possible. Hopefully they make the playoffs, but that's probably not likely. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I personally think Bruce is going to take this one. I think that Zeke is going to be heavily utilized more so than what we were talking about with the injury earlier. I think he'll he'll be fine. He's way stronger of a runner than Pollard is, but Pollard's just there for the the endurance, and Zeke's just like the power puncher. It almost seems like so. And but it also like I don't know. It's it's such a wash because the Pittsburgh defense is great, but Lamar Jackson sucks. So it's like maybe they Lamar look great Jackson. against the Bengals. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I didn't watch a lot of these games and I haven't followed a lot of these teams. I'm just going by like their fantasy numbers. Um, but just I'm just going off the advantages here. I'm probably going to take Bruce to win. And Daniel picks Ryan to win this one. I, I hope Bruce wins. But. Oh, man. I like Ryan's matchups better. I'm, I'm good. I think I'm <laughs> picking Ryan to win, but I want Bruce to win. Okay. So you and Daniel both take Ryan to win. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll see how that one pans out. That's also, that's an important one. That's why I saved it for almost the last, but the most yep. important matchup of the week here by far whoop, whoop. is, and we saved it till last is Nathan Evans isn't too far away versus me, the chosen one currently coming in with a projected total of 123.7 in one corner. We got me. And then in the other <laughs> corner, the piddly poop face, Nathan, with <laughs> 111.3. Now hear me out. Last time Nathan and I played Nathan won by 15 points. With 142 points. So that was yep. at the beginning of the year whenever he was putting up 150 points a game. So we'll see how it goes. So You didn't have a bad showing the first time either, though. You put up 127. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and that's a, dude, whenever that game started, like before Sunday at 1 o'clock, I was like, I'm going to lose this game. I know I'm going to lose. And I wasn't mad. I lost because, as you can see, I was like, I can afford a few losses this season. And if I'm going to lose to a team, it should be the team that can put up the points. I don't want to lose to it. I want to put up 60 points. So I I don't know. We'll see how it plans out. Why don't you go over the uh, the matchups here on your side? Okay, I'll go over mine if you want to go over yours. I got Matthew Stafford with a good matchup going against Jacksonville. I've got Alvin Kamara, hopefully healthy, going up against Dallas tomorrow. Austin Eckler versus Cincinnati. Mike Evans versus Atlanta. Adam Thielen with a good matchup against Detroit. I had to pick up Foster Moreau because uh, Darren Waller is hurt going up against Washington. Jalen Waddell will be on my freaking starting lineup this week because I benched him the last two weeks, last second. He put up 20 <laughs> points each time. So he will be in versus the Giants. And I got the Bills and Tyler Bass versus New England. So I'm still unsure about Kamara because they don't. I don't know if he's he was limited 
on Tuesday. So who knows? It's, I don't know. He's killing me right now. (laughs) (laughs) I hope he plays. (laughs) Tyler Bass? No. Alvin Kamara. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't know how I missed that. You must have cut out or something on my end. No, yeah. Oh. I mean, I hope he doesn't play. I th- he was limited in practice, <laughs> I saw. So, you know, me personally, because I, I'm having my own woes on the other side of my team. So. Oh, yeah. So many woes. Listen, I hear you. But <laughs> my projections, like last week against Brittany, my projections were 137 points or something like that. Like, that's pretty high for a, a half point PPR league. So, and it's because, like I said, my team's been doing really well. But, like, on my side, I have Nick Chubb has a bye week, so he's out. So I've lost him. So I got to start Cordell Patterson or Cordell Patterson, who, as we found out today, is also listed as like the third string safety on their team. What did, <laughs> yeah. what did this guy not do? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, but last week he got 20 points, but the week before that, he got like four points. So, I mean, he's just, it's just the Falcons, man. Like, and they're playing Tampa Ooh. Bay, so that's tough. Amari Cooper was activated. He is active for the. I was actually getting ready to say that. I just clicked on it. So, nope. <laughs> uh, with Debo Samuel, I lost him last week due to a groin injury, and he'll be back based off their projections. He'll be back in time for our playoff run, which is huge because I don't know why that dude is so good. He's just a monster. Um, yep. But so I have Dak Prescott playing New Orleans Saints. I've got Cordero Patterson playing Tampa Bay. Jonathan Taylor versus Houston, which is huge for me. Um, Stephon yeah. Diggs versus New England, which I don't know. I don't like the matchup. Like that defense is really good. Uh, Cooper Cup versus Jacksonville, which is also good for me. But also at Beckham Jr. starting to get some of those targets. Like, and also I have Matthew Stafford. Yeah, and that's fine. See, that's okay. That's okay. So throw them all to OBJ. <laughs> like, and this, we're getting into that. Like, I'm about to get philosophical here with this just George Kittle situation. I fucking love George Kittle. I love everything about George Kittle. I love watching George Kittle play, but it's like he'll either get 17 points in a game or he gets one, but it's not because he's not doing anything. It's because he's the best blocking tight end in the NFL. Like, he's so mm-hmm. good, but he, Last week, he got me one point, but he was the reason, him alone, he was the reason that Debo Samuel had so many points from running the ball. So it's like, yep. ah, it's up in the air. It's it's tough. I don't know who to start, Dawson Schultz or him, So or Dalton Schultz. I get Dalton Schultz and Dawson Knox, like, I'm talking about it. I'm so confused. <laughs> so since Amari Cooper's back in and I have Dak Prescott, it's like, do I start... Uh, Cooper in my flex, Hunter. or do I start Hunter Renfro in my flex? Because last week Renfro had 15 points, so Ooh. I don't know. It's that's tough. It's tough. Uh, but again, I have the Patriots defense lining up against Buffalo, which is a risky play. But the way Bu- Buffalo has been playing, it could work out in my favor. We never know. Uh, and then Justin Tucker versus Pittsburgh, leaving the projections again at 123. Me. Uh, and Nathan with 111 currently. So, um, Daniel, because he's a wise person, is taking me to win. So, um, it's the COVID talking. <laughs> you shut your mouth. <laughs> um, I'm looking at this. 
I've got some matchups that scare the crap out of me, like Cordero Patterson versus Tampa Bay and um, Patriots defense versus Buffalo. But I've got some others that I'm just like, oh, yeah, bring it on. Like Taylor. Versus yeah, Taylor Houston. versus Houston. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, great. The, the Dallas versus New Orleans doesn't scare me really either. So I don't know. I'm going to take myself to win this. But again, last time we played, I lost. So I'm picking myself. I need it just because I really need this to stay in the playoffs. So I'm I'm taking myself. You sure got to do it. <laughs> if if Kamara does not play, I would pick you. But if Kamara plays, I'm taking myself. But I do, either way, I'm taking myself. So uh, I did see, we'll see that Amari Cooper has had, even though he's quote-unquote tested negative or whatever he's cleared to play he still is having symptoms so they think he might play in a more of like a limited capacity yeah and to me that just means that he's gonna be playing as a distraction role so it's it's tough like you don't know he could go out there and even if he only plays 75 percent of the snaps he could still get 30 points like you just you just don't know yep we'll see all right, so that rounds out the matchups this week. It's going to be, I know I say this every week, but with the way the people are playing, Bruce's and Ryan's game determine a lot. Um, if Josiah lost to Brittany, which isn't likely, that would help a lot of people. Daniel needs, since Daniel's the one that's like been pushed out of the running, Daniel needs to beat Roger because that would even him out with Roger. He needs me to beat you, Nathan. And then yep. he, needs, he needs Ryan to lose to Bruce. That's yep. what he needs. So Daniel, he needs that's... Brittany to, he needs Brittany to win, too. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of things he needs to happen. So, but that that's the... Mo- I think that's the most important game everyone needs to be watching this week is the, uh, the Ryan versus Roger. Or, shoot, Ryan versus Bruce. God, I cannot get names right this week. They're going to destroy you in the Discord tomorrow. <laughs> I don't care about any of their opinions of me, so that's totally fine. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Bring it, everyone not in first place. Get wrecked. So <laughs> Anyway, that's, that's all fair. we have this week for Wasted Local Fantasy Football. Again, I apologize for the quality of the episodes. Uh, while Daniel has been sick, I am not the audio master that he is, so... If you have an issue with it, uh, you can go ahead and file a complaint right into your trash can. Um, <laughs> if you are bored and looking for other things to listen to, check out the other shows on the 13 Palm Trees Network like D&D Kinda. Video Game Mythos coming back to you soon with a really fun episode about ye old friend of gaming. Uh, and then we also have Gears of Gaming, which is sadly not producing any more episodes other than the final episode to release. Uh, then you also have the final girl podcast as well as another one in the works. So keep an eye out for that. It got recorded the other night and it was a lot of fun. So, uh, stay tuned for that. Uh, anyway, as we move into week 14 or 13's games and then week 14's podcast, Nathan, any final words? Yeah. Suck it, Ryan. Suck it, Josiah. Suck it. Uh, Daniel too and I hope you're in Rogers games in a tie <laughs>